This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these goats. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. It's Wednesday. That means we're midway through the What's up, Al? Oh, hi, Jerry. I got a uh, direct message. uh, From a man. It was from a man, uh, Jerry. That's correct. But he had a dilemma. He wanted to know uh, what you and I thought about this. Is this uh, involving the penis? It does not involve the penis this time. Because last time you got a direct message from a man, it was about his penis problems. Correct. And I do get a lot of uh, DMs about penis. Wow, that sounded (laughs) Saying where people have penis problems. They go to me first because I'm non-judgmental. In Eddie, play. you're welcome. I'm very non-judgmental. This comes from a man named Matt, Jerry. He says, a uh, question for you. And now we got you got to really think this through here, Okay. Jerry. And this involves yesterday with the snow and things like yeah, that. Yeah, sure. So he says, I live on a one-way street with parking only on one side. Okay, right. so picture this, Jerry. It's a one-way street. You're only allowed to park on one side. <laughs> yeah, I got it. When there is a parking ban, such as during snowstorms, you're not supposed to park on my side of the street so the plows can clear the snow. Mm-hmm. So there should be no parking on that street. At all. At all. Well, none of my neighbors move their cars, and the city doesn't have the resources to check every side street to see who is parked illegally. Am I out of line calling the police department to let them know all the cars are parked illegally? Uh, No. Because when they aren't moved, they leave huge piles of snow and we lose parking spaces. Should I feel bad having my neighbor's cars towed to clear a path for the plows? No. I I wouldn't feel bad. I wouldn't either. Now, if you like them and you're friendly with them, I would first try and talk to them. Yeah. But if they're just neighbors that you wave to once in a while, no. Yeah, I'm with you. I'd go anonymous tip. Yes, anonymous tip. Right, and if it was somebody that I knew, Mm -hmm. like a neighbor that I was friends with, I would say, I heard my buddy of mine who works in the police department say they're going to be towing cars, so you might want to move these. Yeah, I I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And then watch they get towed, and then even if they found it, they'd blame him. How about this? Do what you're supposed to do. Yeah, follow the rules. I mean, you know, there are certain rules we all break. We all don't do the speed limit. I mean, none of us do. It's very rare. There are very few that do. Correct. But then there are other things that you're just not helping yourself. That is a problem. I mean, you got guys that are, not to mention the fact that you've got, like, snowplow drivers for these cities and towns that how they do it, I don't know. They're up for 20 hours. Yes. Plowing, and you've driven in the snow. Your eyes get all funked up, and it, I didn't say the word. I said funked up. Good call, up. Jerry. Good call. Um, and it's just your vision's poor. Why would you want to leave your... What if they make a turn quickly and they ram right into your car because it's not supposed to be there? Right, or they plow you into the, your spot with yes. their... And you know where you see that a lot in Manhattan, obviously, but down by, where, or up by where Columbia is, when we used to have these big snowstorms, uh, you know, after I would go to a Columbia game a few days later, there would be cars. You could barely see the top of the car. Yeah. And the car would be stuck there for a month. <laughs> yes, just in a, encased in ice. Yes, there's nothing you can do because they didn't move their car. Now, I know where do you put it. I don't know. But that's your – you chose to live there, so Correct. deal with it. Yeah, and I got to say, like, I, I try – when I move somewhere, I do try to worst-case scenario everything. So, like, when I was moving to Bradley Beach, there's a lot of homes there that don't have a driveway and don't have a parking spot. Sure. 
And I was not going to move somewhere I where you. I didn't have that. I don't blame So you. I chose where I was going to live based you, on the fact. You don't fact... have a garage. You have a parking spot like in a parking lot, right? Yeah. Okay. No garage. Yeah. And that was the least I was going to do. I really wanted a garage, but yeah. they just don't really exist there, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Sure. But there are towns like Ocean Grove, which is the town next door. They have such thin roads because it's a really old town. Yeah. No driveways. It's everyone's street parking. I don't know how they do it. Mm. I didn't want to. That's not a comfortable place to live to me. Yeah, no, I hear you. It, it sounds like there's a lot of chaos. Yeah, I've heard people in the summer down in these Jersey Shore towns, they say once they get to their, these are people that have like summer shore houses. Yeah, sure. That once they get down there on like a Thursday night or a Friday after work, they don't move their car again. Mm-hmm. Like they're not going anywhere that they can't walk because right. you're not getting that spot yeah. back. It's like listening to stories from my mom and my dad when they used to live in Brooklyn. Yeah. Like my dad would go bowling on, I think it was Wednesday nights, I think he said. I know in Jersey he bowled on Thursday nights back in the day. But I think in Brooklyn he bowled on Wednesday nights. And he would get back home around 10.30 p.m. and sometimes not get into the house until sometimes midnight because he'd have to circle and drive and look for a spot and then walk nine blocks home. That sucks. Because he, he did not have a driveway where they lived. Yeah. No, very tough. I would never want... I mean, I want to leave my house as it is, and I have a parking spot. Yeah, sure. I couldn't imagine leaving my house if I knew I had to come back and fight right. for a parking spot. Exactly. Get lost on that one, Jerry. Get lost, loser. Um, we brought up briefly during the show, I wanted to get your take on this. So when I went and picked up my dog yesterday, it was $1,200. Oh, that was the price you were hoping it would be. Yeah. I, yeah. I thought if I got out of there with $1,200, I'd be in good shape. What'd you tip them? Well, that's, <laughs> that's that came up. I was kidding. No, this is what I want to talk to you about. So when I went to check out, that was a joke. They put it on my card, and it popped up tip. Oh now on a twelve hundred dollar bill, Jerry. Wow. The suggested two hundred and forty dollars. The right? suggested tips were ten percent, twenty percent. I I I I gave them one hundred twenty dollars, which was only ten percent. I, I. But what what? What am I supposed know. to do? I, I again, I'd rather just get the bill that says it's fourteen hundred bucks. Correct, right? If they would have gave me a bill with no, with they just added the tip in, I'm just, I've had it. I don't blame you because it's like you get that in in a case like that, you get the you get the bill and there's a, a for a brief moment it's like oh you know what that's not awful all right it's that's what I was hoping it would be and then that pops up it's like wait, wait so now it's fifteen hundred dollars. Like, what is the price? Yeah, I don't know, man. It's so frustrating. Yeah, I'm, I'm just done with it. And there's no, I don't want to be paying for your employees. Pay your employees. Yeah, I know. I, I agree. I totally agree. I don't know what to tell I you. I don't know how we ever got to the point where it's like. The pandemic. You don't, no, no, prior to that, just with like regular waiter and waitress service where they go, well, they only make $2 an hour. Why? But why, why was that ever a thing? Yeah. Why couldn't they make a normal wage? And there'd be no tipping or standard tipping on the bill. Or they make a a hourly salary that's at minimum wage or above. And then if they were really good and you want to give them something extra, that's what you do. It just it's just so weird to I agree. To charge pe- the restaurant business really throws me off. Because I do not understand so many restaurants go under. Mm-hmm. So many it's a high percentage. And I don't understand it. Because you're not paying your waiters, waitresses, or bartenders. You're paying them $2 an hour, whatever the hell it is. And the, you're charging me for this piece of chicken that cost $4. You're going to charge me 35 Right. So what? what how are you not making money? I think the answer to that is rate, um, lease rates yeah. are exorbitant right now. I think insurance is very high. And beyond that, I think the amount of food that gets thrown away that they take a 100% loss on. Yeah. I think I think that's your answer. And if you talk about restaurants that don't have a bar bill, a liquor bill, I'm sorry, a liquor license, then their profit margin is even less than that. Yeah. Because they, I know restaurants make a fortune on alcohol. So if you go to a bring your own place, now all of a sudden that part's gone. Like, just vanishes. And now you're barely even selling any. I mean, I'm sure some people buy soda, but a lot of people are going to bring in their wine or their beer or whatever. 
Um, so really all you're making money on is now food, in which case how much gets thrown away. So that $4 piece of chicken might actually be costing them $29 because they had to throw seven yeah, pieces away yesterday. that's a good point. So that's to me the answer. But you mentioned the bartender's. A restaurant that's got a liquor license, and I know the liquor license in New Jersey, not in other states, but in New Jersey, is ridiculously priced because they only make so many of them. Uh, You do get that back, and you should make money. Yeah. Unless you suck at what you do. Yeah, I get bothered by throwing food out. Like I saw on the plane on the ride back. Here's here's an example. So the plane on the ride back, they they brought various plates of fruit at different parts of the plane for people to enjoy. Now... I'm in front of this fruit plate. There's six people around this fruit plate. Yeah. So I, I had some fruit, but I yeah. want to be a... You're not gouging the fruit. I'm not, I don't want to be over aggressive with the fruit. I could have been. I was starving, and fruit is a quality food. But I didn't go crazy on it. And then they took the fruit away, and I saw them throwing it out. Yep. And I was like, I could have... Domin- Gone to town on it. I could have dominated this fruit with no guilt. Yeah. I, I throwing food away is really yeah, awful. Me. When you see people starving all over the world, yeah, and the amount we throw away is sickening. It is. It, it really. And then if you put a price tag on it, let's let's for the moment put aside how tragic it is. How many people don't have food to eat? I and mean, that's that's first and foremost. But let's put that aside for a second. Then you think about how much money we waste on food. Like just, I mean, even like, and we don't do it a lot. We really don't throw a lot of food away. But I got home Friday night, Saturday when I got back from the uh, Rutgers game. I went to make a sandwich, and there was boar's head turkey in there. That was dated January 28th. Okay. A little off. It was February 10th. Okay. I opened it. It was oily, and it stunk. Yeah. Now, it was, uh, was it a pound? No, but I bet you it was half a pound of the pound, which now costs $17, that's like taking eight fifty out and just burning it. Yeah, like that sucks. Yeah, it bugs me when sometimes I see this at Gina's house. Like she'll defrost like a piece of chicken, and then it's just in the it, it goes uneaten. I was like, mm. gotta cook this. Yeah, I agree. If you defrost it, cook it. Cook it. Yes. Got to get cooked. I don't 100%. care if you chicken for breakfast. <laughs> That's right. Chicken and eggs. Make it. Yeah, chicken and eggs. Yep. Watch the. Um, documentary on netflix but i what i want to talk to you about jerry i want to see if you've ever seen this before i believe this is the first time i've seen this it was a a documentary called lover stalker killer which was very good another crazy plot twist but the thing that was unique about it which i'd never seen before the guy that was that was right in the middle of this it was like a, a case involving a stalker the guy that was right in the middle of this it was his story to tell. Yeah. So he was telling the story. But he, this real life person, not an actor, was doing the acting parts in the recreation really? parts. I'd never seen that before. Was, Normally, he good? was he good at it? He was, which made me think, is he fake? Mm, I don't know. Yeah, kind of threw me off. So, yeah, the guy who this happened to acted in the hmm. parts... Where they were recounting what happened. Do you ever look up the stories? I do. To make sure that they're on the up and up? Because something like that sounds like to me, you know, is it a documentary based on different events to where maybe it's not real? Yeah, this, everybody in it seemed to be real. Okay. But that that really kind of threw me off, yeah. and I'd never seen that before. That is different. In a documentary case. That is very different. Hmm. Yeah, no, I don't think I've ever seen that either. I've seen docudramas. But you usually don't get the actual person. You get actors. Right. So now I don't know. I want to Google something here. By the way, real quick while you're Googling. Yeah. So I got a t- I got my first taste of the non-binging watching TV. Mm-hmm. As you know, I don't watch a lot of television. Okay. Um, just because I go to bed at by 8 o'clock most nights. I watch sporting events, and I really don't have time for much else. But because of... For whatever reason, my son got involved, got interested in NCIS. I started watching that too about a year ago, and wound up watching all twenty-two, all twenty-one, all twenty-one seasons or twenty-two seasons. I forget. You watched twenty-two seasons? Yes. So I finished. I finished the series. Uh, I, I saw the end of the series on a plane. Where, where the hell we were going? I was with Rutgers on a on a trip a few weeks ago, 
So I was caught up now waiting for the new season to come out. So Monday after the Super Bowl, episode one, season, I think, 23 of NCIS debuted. Uh, I wasn't going to stay up till 9 o'clock to watch it on a Monday night. Couldn't wait to get home yesterday. I had some time, watched it. First time I was felt like, this sucks. Is that right? Now I have to wait a week to All see right. another one. Yeah. Which is great because I can't wait till next Monday. But this is the first time I've ever felt that binge cringe or yep. that that binge interest to where I wanted to hit the next one. And you and couldn't. I couldn't. There's nothing there. Yeah, it was different. Yeah. It was, but it also goes to prove my point that they got something good when you do it once a week. Like, right. I can't wait to get to Monday now to see the next one or Tuesday the day after on Paramount+. Plus. And it also keeps you involved in paying for whatever service. Oh, for sure. Right? When yes. they dump it all at one time. Because I can't see, I can't stay up and watch it. So I'd have to DVR, which I could do, of course. But it's so easy just to go on the Paramount Plus the next day and yep. just watch it. So there yeah. you go. You know, I love um, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah. And it's back. Yeah. I've heard nothing about it. That's interesting because Larry David has been has done a dozen interviews. No, no. I'm, what I'm saying is he did these interviews for it to come out. You mean the episode? No buzz about the episode? I, I haven't heard a interesting. thing. Yeah. How about that? And I will eventually get to it, but I'm going to wait till a couple episodes so go watch in so I can watch time. it all in a row. That's interesting. But yeah. Yeah. I kind of felt like I thought we were going to be, you know, some more buzz about this, but... I guess right now, it's no. another niche thing with these streaming apps, man. It is. Well, I don't have HBO Max. So I don't I, either. I can't watch it. Right, but what I'm saying is, like, I don't have a lot of the streaming things, and right. people hit me up, be like, "Dude, you got to watch the documentary on yeah Max or and I'm like, oh, I don't have that. Yeah, but still, I would hear people talk about it. And so. you've had nothing. I've heard nothing. In the warm-up show, which comes up after this, we talked about the uh, Ten Commandments briefly. Yes. So a fella named, what's his name, Steve on Twitter, reached out to me and said, can you and Jerry discuss the seven deadly sins? Oh, I, I got to Google these. I Googled them. I'll, I'll bring them up to you, Jerry. All right. So these are the seven deadly sins. Basically, which we all probably violate almost every day. Yeah, like, so the seven Greed. deadly sins, uh, let's see. This is, uh, I'm on, Jerry, a, a website called simplycatholic.com okay. of what I'm reading. Mm-hmm. It says that capital sins... Uh, vices can be classified according to the virtues they oppose or, or also be linked to capital sins with which Christian experience has distinguished following blah, 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 blah. All right. So there's just that pride is one. Having too much pride is a... Having too much pride? An excessive being love, arrogant? An excessive love of self or the desire to be better or more important than others. No, that's different than just having too much pride. That's right. being arrogant and self, self-absorbed. So that is one of the Yeah, I don't sins. think that's a great characteristic for anybody to have. Okay. Here's the second one, Jerry. Lust. An intense desire for sexual pleasure or for money, power, or fame. I think almost all of society has yeah. that in some capacity. And in fact, is encouraged. Yeah, to, right? to be driven to succeed. And go after what you want. You know, whatever. Don't let anybody tell you you can't do it. You work harder than everybody and you go after it. Well, you need to have a passion for that and a lust for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- I think that one gets broken daily by okay, a lot so, of people. So pride and lust, those are two ones that we think having pride is good, but they're saying too much pride, no good. Correct. Uh, lust. Number three, I think the, the the country is at an all-time high of this, specifically. Hmm. Gluttony, Jerry. Oh, yeah. This Overconsumption, is usually yeah. of food or drink. Yeah, no, it's, we're, we're a gluttonous society. We are a gluttonous bunch, Jerry. And a lot of bits. So my son is, he's 14, 13, I'm sorry. 13? 13. Oh, Jesus. He'll be 14. Um, he is, his school, which I'm happy to see, because I didn't have this when I was a kid, and I don't know why... This is not more of the cur- part of the curriculum. And maybe it is in other schools. I don't know. But it hasn't been. But they just started doing, you know, um, home finances. And so, you know, he's learning how to do a checkbook. He's learning about bills that have to be paid. He's learning about credit cards. And we went out to dinner last night. He just asked, gluttonous, out to dinner on Tuesday night, um, the difference between a debit card and a credit card and, like, explaining it all to him. And he's like... So he literally said something you always ask, too, like, where do these people get this money from? And he's like, so if I look around the restaurant, how many people do you think are using a debit card and how many are using a credit card? I'm like, I, I, I don't know. I'm like, I have no idea. 
He goes, do you think these people can afford to be here? I'm like, I, I don't know. <laughs> I said, but I will tell you on a, on a lot of weekends, there are people that probably do a lot of things they can't afford and they just use a credit card because it's available and we can. Doesn't make it right. Very gluttonous. Right. Very gluttonous, Jerry. Or how about just the fact when you buy a house? You know, the idea of a house is to keep you out of the elements and safe. We have gotten to a point in society where you've got to have the marble countertop and the tile floor and the bathroom's got to be pristine and then blah, 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 blah. F off. It's not that's not what it's supposed to be about. Nice to have nice things. And but just geez. multiple bathrooms. Yes. Multiple showers, multiple floors. I mean, it is crazy. And we're all yeah. part of it. We are, Jerry. We're all part of it. We're all part of the gluttony. That's number three. The fourth deadly sin, greed. Yeah. The desire for and love of possessions, Jerry. Yeah, again, another thing that most of society deals with. Mm-hmm. Would you disagree? I No, I would not disagree with that. Right. This is my favorite of Oh, my God, the, we're all going to hell soon. This is my favorite of the deadly sins, Jerry. Sloth. What does that mean? I, I, I know this. What does that mean, though? Physical laziness. Sean Marash. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> also, disinterest Joking. in spiritual matters. Or neglecting spiritual growth, according to simplycatholic.com, explaining the seven deadly sins. Mm-hmm. I always looked at it, or always thought of it as laziness. Well, I think based on what the description you just gave me before you got into the spiritual stuff, mm-hmm. yes, it's someone who's, who's sloppy and, and lazy. He's lazy. The other part of it goes right to, in my opinion, having been around the Catholic Church my whole life, goes to the business side of things that they want to make sure that you don't forget about your prayers and your commitment to the church, which also means your donations to the church, which means giving more of your money. More tipping, Jerry. More tipping. Number six, anger. Deadly sin. Okay. I mean, it's a human emotion. I don't know. Sometimes it gets triggered by things that are out of your control, but yeah, okay. Uncontrolled feelings of hatred or rage. The desire for revenge. Mm. Okay. And finally, Jerry, the seventh deadly sin, envy. That's a hard one for a lot of people. That's uh, Actually, that one kind of goes along with uh, one of the Ten Commandments, right? Though Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's mm-hmm. things, or yeah. this is envy, having envy. So there's your seven deadly sins. The Traveling Wilburys on their second record that they put out, which is strangely entitled Volume 3. Mm-hmm. I have a song on there called Seven Deadly Sins. Oh, yeah. Very good song. Does it talk catchy. about all these things? It does. Seven Deadly Sins. The Envy one's interesting. I did not realize that was one of the deadly sins because mm-hmm. I th- I think if someone tells you they're envious of you, I think it's a compliment. Like if someone said to you, I'm very envious of of your job and your position and the career, you've, you've really, you've done well for yourself. And I to me, that's a compliment you yeah i don't but i I guess is that that does that hurt the person who's feeling the envy yeah i suppose from the yeah because i guess you feel bad about yourself i don't know yeah i don't know that this explanation on here on this uh simplycatholic.com sadness or desire for the possessions happiness talents or abilities of another envy can lead to the worst crimes this says through the devil's envy, death entered the world. Hmm. Okay. Seven, seven, seven deadly, deadly sins. sins. That's the Wil- Wilbury song. That's how it goes. I don't know if I ever I know that song. It's a great one. I'm going to go check it out. So that Traveling Wilburys thing, they had uh, Traveling Wilburys Volume 1, which had Handle with Care, mm-hmm. uh, was a good End song. of the Line. Very good song. Then, then they supposedly had recorded Volume 2. Which then the master tapes got stolen or lost. Really? So they, or erased, something happened to them. So when they reconvened, they They didn't really have those other songs, so they put out volume three. That's cool. But there's a missing Wilburys album somewhere. It'll be found. Like 50 years from now, they're all dead. Right. There'll be a Traveling Wilburys box set with the the lost volume two. Exactly. They had some good tunes, Traveling Wilburys. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Never saw them live. I don't think they ever performed. Oh, is that true? Yeah. Good reason why I didn't see them. Yeah, so you didn't miss anything. That's... But there was like this, that time period of Traveling Wilburys was a very prolific writing period for all those dudes involved there. Mm. It was at that same time that Traveling Wilburys record came out. It was Jeff Lynn, Tom Petty, mm-hmm. Dylan, mm-hmm. Uh, George Harrison, and Roy Orbison. Petty also put out 
the Full Moon Fever record, which really? had all those huge hits. Yeah, was that running uh, running down running a dream? down a dream? Won't back down. Yeah. Free falling. That, that that I remember when that cassette came out. We had heard the songs on the radio. I remember my friend went and we went and got the uh, the cassette at the music store in Hazlitt. And I remember we just spent like all day just listening to the cassette and knowing every, it was like a greatest hits album. Great. Yeah. Great uh, album, Full Moon Fever. Yeah, no doubt. And then that's when Roy Orbison had had his album out that had uh, You Got It, Everything You mm, Want, You yeah. Got It. George Harrison had. I got my mindset. This is all the same oh, era, Jerry. And they just. Like had, 85, 86? I actually think say? it's like 89. Really? Yeah. I think it's like 88, okay. 89. All right. And I think those guys were just all writing songs and divvying them up and like, we'll put this on the Harrison record, we'll put yeah. this on the Wilburys. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool, Jerry. It's interesting when you you talk about like George Harrison and you're saying 89, where he actually had hits closer to 1990, when the Beatles broke up like 20 years prior yeah. to that. That really is incredible when you think yeah. about it. The success and the longevity of someone who was part of something so big, and he was never Paul McCartney, and I know that, um, but that he actually did put out very successful music for decades after right. the Beatles. Pretty uh, pretty wild. Right, and that was like in the MTV era. George Harrison yeah. had a popular song on MTV. He died, what, like 0102, somewhere around I there? I feel uh, like later. Maybe, I, I don't know. I just remember I'm when he Google passed right away. Now, I remember I was watching... Was it CNN? I forget. They came back from commercial break, and all it said was, and then there were two. You nailed it, Jerry. 2001. It was 01. 58 years old. Yeah. Very, yeah. It's horrible. Isn't that terrible? Mm. So he'd be 82 right now. 81. Yeah. Yeah, he was born in uh, 43. Yeah. When I hear 58, that bothers me. Yeah, that bothers me, too. That's like... Should be the reverse. 85. Yes, I agree. I've got my mindset on you. I'm going to do this for another 20 minutes. <laughs> See if anybody stays tuned. <laughs> well, but then you the warm-up show. All oh, right, I'll ruin that. Why don't you come back after the warm-up show and continue? Okay. I got my mindset. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up show yeah. you uh talking about. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Chargers and the New York Giants have exchanged their draft picks. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Eli Manning and Philip Rivers. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Yeah, but it's February, you never know. A couple minutes after 5 o'clock, what's up? We'll warm up show till 6 o'clock. We got Boomer and Geo not in the building, but they will be here soon. The Eddie Scazzeri, what is up? And I would like to start this by saying, I'm sorry, I really, I feel bad. I'm sorry, I hope you're okay this morning, Al Dukes. I know it was a very difficult evening for you. Um, it's tough, you know, you get ranked and there's an X on your back. How did you uh, handle the loss last night? Lost by who's this, Jerry? Your your team. My your, Indiana State Sycamores. The uh, ranked for the first time in a very long time and then uh, got walloped at home by what? Illinois State last night. So they're out? You didn't watch the game, I, I imagine? I did not see that. <laughs> I don't have the Missouri Valley Conference package, Jerry. I would tell you that uh, losing at home to Illinois State last night, they likely won't be ranked next week. Oh. 
But I hope you enjoyed it for literally 24 hours. It was the first ranking since Larry Bird was <laughs> over yes. there going. Whoosh. And now we'll be their uh, next unranking. Man. Yeah. So I hope you enjoyed that for uh, a day. I did. I lived it this week, Jerry. Mm. I lived it. Yes, you did. Man, that stinks. <laughs> Jerry, happy Valentine's Day to you. Oh, right on, Al. You too. I hope we have those Valentine's Day messages from uh, 2009 ready to go. Uh, My old uh, Valentine's Day tips? Yeah, they're old. They're very old. And every year we have to take one out because it it gets a little... It could get you you fired. There's certain things like uh, year after year they become not... Politically correct. Not politically correct. I feel like we're swinging the other way now, though. Oh, do you? I really do. All right. So let's bring them back then, all of them. Like I feel like you. I feel like we're a little kind of kind of going back a little bit. You know what I mean, Jerry? Like I don't, but maybe you're yeah. right. Yeah. I mean, I think I think you can actually have opinions on things now that are controversial and not get fired. Like I really think well, that's yeah, a thing. It depends now. on what it is for sure. Yeah. Like transgender in swimming and things. Like I saw Bob Costas talking about it. I had a question about this. Yeah. Because, obviously, it's very controversial, which we understand. What, like, why not have transgender leagues, then? Because it's not enough. Well, it's got to start somewhere. Yeah, like, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. There, because because right now, there'd be zero competition. It's a new classification. Yeah. So you have, well, it, okay, but when leagues started, you didn't have 30 baseball teams. Yes. So you if, even if you started with 20, there's the new league. Right, right. Why, like, why not? Because that a transgender, a man who believes he is a woman and is living right. as a woman, doesn't want to be in a transgender league. He wants to be, she wants to be in a women's league. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying. I understand, but that's not what it is. Correct. I mean, it's just. I it's, mean, you think that? I think that. Biologically, but, it's not. Yes. Well, well, people would argue that, unfortunately. But how? Because they'll argue that. Uh, if you say you are a woman, Jerry, you should be able to compete in women's sports. Or we could start a new league. That's what I say. Or, or how about this? We scrap all classifications, and it's just one league. That I like. You want to compete in swimming, you compete against everybody. Correct. You want to compete in golf, you compete against everybody. Men, I love that. Women, trend, whatever. Correct. That's it. There's no more. There's no more men's. There's no more women's. There's no more trans. It's just this is the league. There's it no is more ludicrous how much of a woman I am. There's no more <laughs> WNBA. There's just no. the NBA. If you're good enough to play pro basketball, you play in the NBA. Correct. That's it. Yeah. Whether you're Caitlin Clark coming out of Iowa or you're whoever Shaq. Yeah. I mean, that's because honestly, that's the only way to settle all of this. Is just everybody competes against everybody, and we I don't and we don't draw any lines anymore. Same with golf. No women's tees. No, no old man tees. There's no. where the tee is. There's the tee. Play the course. I like this, Jerry. Jerry Recco, commissioner of the transgender no, no. sports leagues. No, I'm not. I'm not saying that. You're I, going. Do you just want to have a league? This is the basketball league. Play. That's it. Everyone can compete. Everyone can and go if out you for want the team. Lo- and then you can have lower levels from that. Yeah. If you have the NBA, and then you have the NBA, like they have the G League, and then you could have the uh, the D League and the B League and whatever. You get a different, kind of like in baseball. You got ma- Major League Baseball, and you've got, my God, Triple A, Double A, Single A, Rookie Ball. You could have different levels of professional. Yes. And the, and the best of the best make the most money because they'll get the most publicity and the most uh, revenue. I was yeah. I mean, I saw you know even a stiff like Bob Costas the other day. I saw him as he was on a show uh, debating a stiff this like Bob Costas. Yeah, and he was talking about like in boxing, you don't have a heavyweight fight a lightweight or a welterweight or whatever the heck these mm-hmm. weight classes because because physically the the weight classes are different and you get pummeled. A very similar thing. Uh that is I mean, true. Hey. That would be a little bit of an issue with my uh, my idea. That is true, but that's weight. That's yeah, not. Weight. You know, if you are a 250-pound man, woman, or transgender person, you go fight a 250-pound whoever's in front of you. Yeah. So that's different. You could you could do weight classes. There's nothing wrong with that. Because you step on a scale, there's nothing controversial about that. The scale says, Right now, the scale says, I'm fat. And I acknowledge that. It is what it is. Yeah, but we could blame uh, we could blame somebody for well, how people we... being fat, Jerry. We, we do it all the time. We well, could... you could blame it, but if you're going to fight at a weight class... yeah. That's on you. What about a height class for basketball? No, absolutely not. Six feet and under? No. I uh, watch you, that. No, I say no. I say that then you're just playing in a lesser league if you're not good enough. Because then what? What the stories of Spud Webb and Muggsy Bogues would have never happened. Yeah, that's true. So I say no to that. 
Good point, Jerry. What about Manupal? I saw Bowl Bowl the other day. Yeah. Bowl Bowl. Yeah. What te- I don't even remember. What team is he on I now? don't remember either, but it was on in uh, one of the casinos I was walking through in Vegas. You saw him? No, I saw him. He oh, was playing okay. on one of these giant screens. I think it was at Circa where they have the huge screens, Jerry. Yeah, yeah. I saw Bowl Bowl. And there's Richard Patino. Bowl Bowl Bowl. Rick Patino's good. He's got a kid in basketball coaching? Yeah. He was Man. at Minnesota for a while. Now he's at New Mexico. He does does well. Hmm. Rick Pitino's team not doing so good. They lost again. St. John's? Yeah, they lost to Providence. They stink? Right up. No, I didn't say that. Oh. I just said they've hit a little bit of a slump. Hmm. All right. Well, uh, Jerry, happy Valentine's Day to the lovers out there. That's what I say. <laughs> love. Yeah. I'm in love with love, Jerry. Do you have huge plans to make passionate love to your girlfriend today? <laughs> no one loves love more than me, Jerry. <laughs> That's not true. That is not true at all. Hmm. You want to you want to live alone <laughs> and not be bothered by anybody <laughs> or anything. That's true. That's a good point, Jerry. It's also Ash Wednesday. It is Ash Wednesday, yes. So, listen, if you're going to get ashes, don't get them for show. Get them for yourself. Get them on your way home. You get ashes on your way into work. That's like wearing an I voted sticker. Like that's you're just <laughs> looking at, look at me. I'm a good person. I've got the ashes, A lot Jerry. of people do that, too. The ashes at like 8 a.m. Yeah, because they, they want to walk around work where you go, look at this holy person I work with. I suppose. They're so holy. That was never me. You were in a, a, a show up with ashes kind of guy? I don't think I ever showed up to work with ashes on my forehead. No, I don't believe so. Some people, like when I used to go when I was a kid, we would go to Ash Wednesday, and they used to give you a little cross, a little. Nowadays, man, some people walk around with like their entire forehead's got ash on it. Mm. Like, like well, it's not very on them. aggressive. That's on the priest. Yeah, very aggressive with the ashes. They had too many. Yeah, they're like, we're not going to get rid of all these ashes today. Let's start Let's start painting some foreheads. Well, I don't know that I would classify it as painting foreheads. Yeah. But I understand what you're saying. I'm going to keep my eye out today, Jerry, for people who come to work with ashes. What time will you be getting your ashes? I'm not, an, I'm not a practicing, unfortunately. I not a practicing you. Catholic. I know. I'm Catholic, but I... I practice like the uh, some of the Ten Commandments. Like I don't murder people. Well, thank you. That's great. But I do covet things that my people have. Like I'm like, like your neighbor's like wife. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Covet my neighbor's home. I do. I do covet. That doesn't seem like such a bad thing. Yeah. It shouldn't be equal to murder. Could you, know you saying, Jerry? Could you tell me right now what the Ten Commandments are? <laughs> I right. know Eddie probably could. Let me see. Let's. I'm not. I'm not even. I know I couldn't at this point. Let's, but they're not. They should be ranked because coveting like my neighbor's house shouldn't be equal to mur- don't murder. You know what I mean? I understand. Yes, I get it. So I'm just. I'm, I'm listening. Okay, sh- thou shall not murder. Uh, let's see here. Ding. Five. Mm, Ooh. No. Eddie says that's number not five. Five or six. Thou shalt not kill. It's six. Okay. But not five. Thou shall not covet thy neighbor's something or other. That's uh, like nine or ten. So, covet number the, ten is you shall not covet. Oh, okay. I like that one. Period. Okay. I so think I, I thought there was one was the wife and one was good. I thought so, too. Nine mm. and ten. Nine Maybe. is you shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. Oh, okay. What does that mean, What does that Jerry? mean exactly? Don't say, I saw Al steal this. <laughs> Do not do that. So don't lie. Okay. Yeah, that feels There's like a some don't of these lie. I would have the never God, come the up first with. one is I am the Lord your God. You said to have no other God before me. That is correct. All right. Uh, and then some, well, for a guy who doesn't like you, I was asking that. Oh, for sorry. a guy who doesn't like religion, he sure knows a lot. He does about know it. a lot. I know thy enemy. What else? <laughs> uh, thou shall not lie. Thou shall mm, not take thy. Thou Lord's. shall not lie. <laughs> It's not here. All right, then lie, people. What about uh, taking the Lord's name in vain, Jerry? Is that one? That of them? is. That's number three. That is correct. Boy, people throw that one around a lot. Keep uh, holy the Lord's day is one. Yeah. I didn't ask you. I was never. Yeah, that one. Yeah, you got to keep like Sundays. That's four. Yeah, I'm not going to remember any of the others. Honor your father and mother. Oh, that's a good one. That one's five. This is one I don't think if you gave me until next Thursday, I would have come up with. Okay. The second one. Do you know the second one? False, uh, false idols. Yeah, you shall not make idols. That's, right, like that was you, the whole golden calf with Moses and the whole thing. Right, like if you look up to Aaron Rodgers, that's not right. And then when Moses came down with the first t- well, two our tablets. Well, whole world is turned upside yeah, down this then. this is what I mean, Jerry. We're not even this following the commandments. Is, you shall not steal. Okay, I, that's I a good one. I think number eight is you shall Adultery. not uh, 
seek out sexy nuns on Pornhub. Right, you shall not commit adultery. Okay. He said. So that's pretty much it. That's all, all right. of them. Then you shall not murder a six. Number six. Coming yeah. get at number six. Boy, I will tell you this. When hosts here on WFAN take the Lord's name in vain, we do get a lot of calls about that. People do not like that. Okay. The GD, when people say GD, Under, but really I, say I it. understand. Me too. Got it. I don't like it either. I mean, it's a good emphasis. Mm-hmm. But eh, if you're gonna, if it bothers people, I don't like to do it, Jerry. I don't like to bother people. Well, you do bother people on a daily basis, and you continue to do what you do. So I don't necessarily agree with that. Well, just not in that category. I oh, guess. okay. So we're just going to cherry pick now. Oh, we're going to cherry pick. That's yep. the problem with society is yes. inconsistency. Correct. And that what you just said is a little microcosm of it. <laughs> I, people don't like that. I'm not going to do it. But what about this? Well, I like that. So I'm going to continue <laughs> to do it. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Good point, Jerry. Mm-hmm. Good point, Jerry. Oh, also today, Jerry, is the Chiefs Parade. Oh, I forgot. Bum, 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 bum. That's a, that's always fun and a pain in the ass at the same time. I mean, what a day in Kansas City. Valentine's Day. Ash Wednesday. Chiefs Parade. woo <laughs> And here's the... The ironic part of the conversation we're having to yeah. that point, the third most important part of that in Kansas City is probably Ash Wednesday. Ash Wednesday, yep. Honestly, so, if you think about the way people are right now, the Chiefs are coming in first. Number one, which right? is a false prophet that you're... Uh, the, about the, making idols. Yep, making the idols. The Chiefs are one. Valentine's Day is two, because while a lot of people will say God first, family second, mm, okay, good in theory, but most people are going to put Valentine's Day in there Lover Correct. first. Lovers. And then the ashes come third. Okay. That's how I would see it, I would think, if I was in Kansas City. I was reading that uh, the city manager of Kansas City told Taylor Swift's people, don't come here. If you've had a thought, <laughs> they did. They said, I, I, if you've had thoughts of coming, just so you know, we cannot handle. Mm. So not our problem. If so that's a, problem. Right, that's a different reason why. It's yeah. not that we don't want you here. No, so no. We can't handle your popularity and the Correct. mobs that are going to be forming. Around we are you. not going to be able to handle all the Swifties rolling into Kansas City. So don't come. Did you see the story, the Brandon Marshall uh, story about Kanye West or yes. something? Yes. So for, he, he screws it up at first. Oh, by the way, which Brandon Marshall is this? This the is Brandon guy, Marshall, the football player, the, the wide receiver. Yeah. The football the, player. No, there was another. Not the oh, horse racing two, That's right. Right, there the was guy was on one. the Broncos. Yeah, Broncos. On the Jets. The Brandon okay. Marshall we know. Wide receiver. So, well, he was on the Broncos, too. Who am I yeah. thinking? Who's the other Brandon There was Marshall? a Brandon Marshall on the Broncos who is not the wide receiver Brandon Got Marshall. It. So, here's on his Paper Route podcast. Good Lord. <laughs> that's the name of it, the Paper Route. <laughs> so, here's, he screws up the story at first, and whoever his co-host is helps him out. Kanye West pulls up to Vegas. Kanye West buys a ticket right in front of Katy Perry's booth. So anytime they were going to be showing Katy Perry, Kanye's face was going to be there. Did you say in front of Taylor's booth or in front of Katy Perry's booth? Mm. Oh, my bad, my bad. In front of Taylor Swift's booth. Yeah, so he screwed that up, but then obviously was corrected. And essentially, I'll play the audio next hour, but he went on to say that uh, Taylor Swift wasn't having it. Had him kicked out. They had Kanye moved. They had a seat moved. Uh, apparently, according to Brandon Marshall, hmm. kicked out of the stadium. Interesting. That yeah. uh, uh, <clears throat> that can be right. I don't know if it is or it's not. I, I I'm think just that's a fake story. I'm going to call fake news sad on that one well, because let me you can't have this. somebody removed for no reason. Let me ask you this, though. For it to be true or not true, there's got to be some video to back up his story right. or the lack of video to then dispel his story. Yes. Don't you think... Kanye West would be screaming. I do. You know, that he was thrown out of the... Now, there was video of him walking at what looked like the bowels of a stadium. I don't know. I have no idea, though, if that was Sunday in Vegas or if that was another day in another stadium where he's wearing a hat that covers his face. Mm -hmm. Like, it goes right over his head. You can't even see him. And it has his logo on it. I, but again, I don't know if that was Sunday or if that was another day somewhere else. It's weird. Like, if you watch that Kanye documentary that was on Netflix, yeah. he seemed like such, such a good kid. Normal. Yes. And now he's nuts. Yeah, he's out there a little bit. I know. Well, what's going uh, Maybe it's I don't all, this got to be all, all an act because we saw he was a very normal, nice, nice fellow. Good just dude, yeah. M- making beats, Jerry. Creating yeah. beats. His story <laughs> is really remarkable, yeah. actually. Oh, yeah.
So I don't know. That was uh, that's from Brandon Marshall, though. Who the hell knows? Hmm. Uh, we'll take a timeout. Just getting started. A uh, an odd start to the show, but uh, we got a lot more to do. <laughs> Five eighteen. Boomer and Geo at six on the fan. All right, nice to have you with us. Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. A Valentine's Day for you and your lover. So enjoy the day. <laughs> it's a Wednesday, though. Spike just had a funny tweet about 20 minutes ago. He said, uh, We're ha- fired? <laughs> no. <laughs> this is a uh, happy forgot to cancel Peacock immediately after the playoffs game. So the sc- subscription renews day to all who celebrate. Ah. Yeah, if you didn't uh, cancel your Peacock subscription. Mm, I kept it. Five bucks. Whatever. Uh-huh. <laughs> the amount of money I spent on dinner last night, I think I can keep my Peacock you're, subscription. You're good with your $5 I think Peacock. I'm good. Yeah, I think I'm all right. So I heard this on the uh, Evan and Tiki show the other day, and then I was just reading about it on Awful Announcing. And I was so... I, I almost called in to Evan and Tiki, but I, I, Again. Had a, I had a really personal question to ask Tiki, and I thought he wouldn't answer it anyway, so I didn't call. But Tiki Barber said that on Sunday, super for the Super Bowl, that he and Ross Tucker watched the game from the CBS Broadcast Center here in New York. Okay. In suits, fully prepared to call the game if something happened and Romo and Nance lost connection to CBS. What? Remotely. Yes. That that Tiki Barber and Ross Tucker, prepared as if they were calling the Super Bowl, showed up in their suits with huh. their cards ready to go in case there was any technical difficulties where they needed them to fill in. I mean, that's great foresight just in case there's a problem, but why wouldn't... My only question to that would be, why wouldn't they do what Boomer and and Marv did years ago, put them on a phone line and put that audio up? I don't know. Like, you're paying Nance and Romo a lot of money. I mean, it's great that they were prepared for something like that, but... That's an odd one. So it begged the question for me, and no one asked it on the show, even though they have many hosts. There's, what do you get uh, paid? Yeah. I, what do they pay you for that? There is no chance he's answering that question. What do you think, Jerry? A you're game a, check. You're a broadcaster. I think he would get a game check. Which would be what? What I do have, you think Tiki I, makes I, for a game check? I, why is this just about Tiki? Why not? Well, just like that. Well, because they, I don't know. I don't know. Or, if you told me, Tucker. if you told me that a network television analyst for an NFL game got. $5,000, I would say, sounds good. If you told me they got $50,000, I'd say, sounds good. And if you told me they got $100,000, because it's more than that for Nance. Right, but that, but there's the upper, upper echelon sure. guys, and then there's a big drop-off. No, no, I, I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I think there's so many different... I, I don't know. If, you, if I said to you it was 2500 a game, what would you say? Like for one game for three hours, yeah. twenty five hundred bucks. I think I I would believe that. that and yet right. I can make the case we're not even in the right stratosphere. Yeah, I know it's so weird. I, I don't know. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. If you told me it was twenty five hundred or twenty five thousand or two hundred thousand, I'd say okay. I don't know. Like so what does ready? Burkhart make now? Oh my gosh, Jerry. five million a year. When we we ran into him in the at the tailgate. I was eyeballing his uh, glasses he was wearing. Okay. Expensive. I'm sure they were. Guys, were He's making a fortune. Yes, he is. And good for him. That's phenomenal. Hey, good for you. Uh, so I, I don't know the answer to your question. I, I don't know. Do you think know. I could text Tiki and he would tell me? You could text him. I don't think he's, hey, gonna, Tiki, he's quick not going to answer you. Well, he and uh, Gio have the same agent. I'll try to work that angle maybe. I'll ask Gio. What do you think? He might know. Hmm. He might know. Go he, kiss he, ass, dude. <laughs> oh, you kiss ass, man. Because <laughs> Romo makes what fifteen million a year? Yeah. So he's essentially getting about eight hundred thousand dollars a game. Man, I mean, we got to get really. Yeah. Uh, man, good oh, lord. Man, oh, Shevitz, Jerry. My God, and maybe it's not. I think it's fifty. Right? Is that right? Fifteen million. I, I gotta see. I think probably Tiki got. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna give my best. Estimate, Jerry. I'm going to say five grand. Me too. I think that's a good one for as as a backup. Yeah, uh, to do it. Let's you see. come in as backup and uh, for five grand, you you probably won't get on. You know what? I don't understand. But you got to be ready. I kind of felt like Tiki oh was like a backup quarterback situation there. You know what I mean? Like like what Sam Darnold had to prepare to do. What Blaine Gabbert sure. had to prepare to do. You've got to be prepared to get in there and do the program 
run the game. And I bet Tiki was fully prepared. I bet he had all his notes. I bet he had charts, graphs, yeah. PowerPoint presentations. By the way, uh, Romo, a $18 million a year, not right. fifteen. Oh, but was and that he does million? 23 games probably, That's right? Unbelievable. Man. One, yeah. one preseason, the four playoff rounds with this a year. preseason game? He probably does one. Yeah, to get him ready. For sure. I don't know about that. Jerry, you ought to get in the because broadcast. Because if you think about preseason games, like – Bob Papa does the games on TV for the Giants. Bob Wachusen does them on TV for the Jets. Locally, yeah. Yeah, you're telling me they would do a national game on CBS? I, I believe pre- each really? of the networks I mean, does one the national. The least they could do is throw in a freebie, yeah. <laughs> I suppose. You ought to try to get into broadcasting thank play you. by play. Yes, thank you very much, This guy Al. making $18 million, Jerry. Yeah, well, he also played in the NFL. Oh. I'm reading Tiki's uh, salary. <laughs> so rude. No, oh. I'm just reading the story about him getting the promotion with CBS to go to be an analyst. Yeah. But it does not Pretty say. Pretty cool. It does not say. Pretty cool. There, there is an article here. Is Matt Ryan making Tony Romo money at CBS? Oh, good Lord. I know. How about that? $180 million. That is fascinating. What do you think your guy, Andrew Catalan, makes? Four hundred grand. Probably more. But maybe you're right. Man, I, you know, we always... Per? You think per? Per, per year, not per game. Oh, okay. Yeah. 400 grand per game. And he has to lug the equipment. Well, we just established I know, Tony Romo's not Tony Romo. 900 million. And Tony Romo had people knocking down his door to... That is very true. ...to be a broadcaster. He was in demand. That he is true. He was in true. demand, yeah. yes. Hmm. How about that? I saw the uh, the dude who ran on the... They call him the Super Bowl streaker, but he had his pants on. I'm sorry. That's not a streaker. When I go to the beach shirtless, I'm not streaking. That's an idiot fan is all that is. Right. So he was interviewed on TMZ, Jerry. Yeah. Mm. And um, I just thought this part was funny. A couple things that need further questioning. One, he claims that uh, he and his buddy decided at the last minute to do it. So they they bought a pair of Super Bowl tickets for $42,000. How? That I don't know. How this man has 40. He was like a younger dude. You know what I'm saying? Amazing. And he did it because he thought, with all the betting going on with sports, that you could bet on, will there be a streaker? So he thought, I'll be the streaker, make all these bets, and win some cash. And there was no... There was no, uh... There's no such bet. Right. So he said, but it was too late. They already bought their tickets. Mm-hmm. So he decided to do the streaking anyway. Moron. Total moron mm-hmm. face. I was disappointed in that he didn't look like he was beat up. You know what I mean? I, I'd wish the security guys roughed him up a little bit. Well, you said he sat down and basically gave himself up. He did. He did a he did a, a quarterback slide, rolled on his belly, put his hands behind his back to be cuffed. Was the what was the crowd reaction to it? Oh, they were into it because they mentioned it on the television, but they did not get into it at all. Listen, uh, very much. When you're sitting at these stadiums watching a live football game, and there's zero action for 95% of the time you're stand, you're sitting there where everyone's into a streaker or just getting chased by the cops. Because he, he got pretty far before he got... Like, he was out on... For the Super Bowl, you would think they have the utmost top security. They do. That dude you ran know, right on the field, and he was in the middle of the field. He could have went towards the players. He didn't. You know what the problem is? And I'm sure you saw it from where you were sitting. There's too many people on the field. Yeah. Like, I don't know how you keep it straight. Even, like, not to go back to this, but even, like, that Michigan guy that's on the sidelines at other games and sunglasses, you blend right in because there's 9,000 people there. The other problem is a lot of our security guards are obese. You know, you get pulled over on the New Jersey Turnpike or the Parkway by a state police. Those It's like you're getting pulled over by military. Those dudes, men and women, are in shape. They seem to be jacked. We need those people at security. But it did worry me for future Super Bowls. Like, what if it was a terrorist ran on the field, Jerry? You're right. What if uh, the Iron Sheik back in his heyday ran on the field with his curly-toed boots and the Iranian flag and with Iran, number one, America? <laughs> I wouldn't stand for that, Jerry. Not on our Super Bowl. You wouldn't have not done on our turf. You would have sat there in your seat and cheered for the Iron Sheik. <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, and if they then had Sergeant Slaughter as one of the security, that would have been Did great. Did he pass away? Sergeant Slaughter is still alive. Oh, he is? Yeah. Oh, I thought he passed away. Yeah. I saw Smokey Robinson is still playing. Yeah. I thought he passed away. No. Good for him. Smokey rolling, Jerry. Who knew? Oh, yeah. There's a lot of great old people still out there. Yes, there are. 
Yes, there are. One of them hosts five to six with and you, a, Jerry. A lot. No, you are not. <laughs> you're not there yet. We're getting there, but you're not there yet. I'm not there yet. You, it Appreciate is very that. cool to see older people living longer and healthier and yeah. still achieving great things. I agree. On their terms, Jerry. You know what yes. I mean? Hence, you've got the Rolling Stones with their big world tour coming up. Correct. Who do you think makes more on a weekend, Tiki Barber or Smokey <laughs> Robinson? <laughs> what is with you and Tiki Barber? Leave Tiki alone. <laughs> Just kidding. What weekend are we talking about? This weekend coming up, Smokey Robinson. No, no, no. The weekend of Super Bowl. Ooh, there's a good question. Who made more money? Super Bowl weekend? Super Bowl weekend. Was it Tiki Barber or Smokey Robinson? Did Smokey Robinson play we shows? We don't know. We don't know, Jerry. Well, then you can't answer the question. I need <laughs> to see the Smokey Robinson tour dates. Yeah, and I got to know, did did Tiki do a chalk talk somewhere? Did Tiki talk to IBM somewhere? You know but what right, I'm saying? Tiki wasn't in Vegas at all. No. Right? No, he was here, Jerry. He was here. Okay. Preparing. Speaking of the broadcasts, yes. did you see how many there were? Different broadcasts? Like, this is what I don't understand. So you've got, obviously, Channel 2. All right, okay, fine. CBS broadcast. We know you got the Nickelodeon one. Got it. Great. No one watched it, but very cool, right? A million people watched it, million something people. like that. I, I, when I say no one, comparatively speaking to Nance and Romo. You had Kevin Harlan on, on Westwood One doing Correct. national radio. Then I saw someone put out an Iron Eagle call of it. Where did Iron do it? I have no idea. Like, I don't understand. Iron is Westwood One and CBS. Why would Iron have done the game? And then there was Reese. There was a Reese Davis call that was on social media. Where did he do it? <laughs> then you've got nine thousand international broadcasts. Yeah, like how many booths are there for all these people? I don't know. You got the local Kansas City. And then City. Tiki Barber and Ross Tucker were calling it in a booth in in New York for nobody. Well, they weren't calling it for nobody. They were prepared to call. Well, it, they Jerry. should have been just in case. Then you could have just faded them up, and it would have been seamless. Tiki did say that they were discussing the game as it was going on, so they were ready to roll. So they were on a mock broadcast. Yeah, that would have been cool. If we'd have lost power and then go to Tiki. Not cool. No, I don't want to lose power because that would have created panic. That's true. No I would good. have. Been, I would have. What would you have done if you had a situation? I'm I'm being serious. If you were in that building Sunday, and there's a lot of crap going on around the world. Yes. Would you have panicked if the power went out like yes, you did I in would New have. Orleans? I would have been in full panic mode. Dude, that would have been really mm-hmm. scary. I'm glad Absolutely. it didn't happen. That would have been nuts. I thought about it, though. Oh, how could when you When I was sitting there, I was like, mm, things go south here. I'm going to might have to eat a fellow attendee of the Super Bowl to survive. And who would it be? I looked oh, around. You were in Vegas. You weren't in the mountains when it was five degrees. What are you talking about? I know. I just don't know if we would have got out in time. You know what I Why mean? Why are you You're, eating people? I don't understand. For survival, Jerry? <laughs> All right, let's take a break. Oh, boy. <laughs> 5.38. We've got Boomer and Geo in 20 minutes on the fan. Don't go away. Oh, it's a Weezer Wednesday. Nice to have you with us. It is Alan Jerry. We've got a few more minutes for you. Boomer and Geo coming up on a packed, action-packed program. What else? Pornhub, Jerry, which is normally <laughs> we save for the post-game <laughs> podcast. Yeah. But this is very sports-related, so I wanted to uh, give you this, Jerry. They, uh, the Pornhub put out some statistics from Super Bowl Sunday. Is this about the most active cities right after the game ends? Well, it's just about the effect of uh, Super Bowl on uh, people's consumption of pornography online. So my guess would be in California, the usage will be up dramatically. Uh, because they're, they were sad? Correct. Well, what they said was this, uh, that in Kansas City, during the game at 10 p.m., right there in prime time yeah. when things were really getting heated, that Pornhub saw a 47% decrease in use because people were watching. Just a 47% yeah. decrease? So, all right, those other 53%, the Chiefs are playing in the Super Bowl yeah. and they're looking at pornography? Correct. Now, we did... No, that, wow. you know, uh, over 120 million or so people did not put the Super Bowl on at all. So maybe those people were watching pornography. I, I suppose. Instead. Jeez. But, but after the after the big win, Jerry, and this peaked at 2 a.m., there was a uptick of 17% more people in the Kansas City area enjoying some pornography. And all of a sudden, somebody's tugging at it. Right. So they celebrated those 17% of yeah. the uptick celebrated by looking at breasts. Correct. 
Now, there were a couple of different, you know, Pornhub, they really, I mean, they're watching everything you do on there, Jerry. When you type into that search bar, you're looking for something, they they know what you're searching for. Okay. So there was a huge increase, over 500% increase of people searching for naked men in locker rooms. Oh, shut up. People were interested in seeing naked men in locker rooms after watching football. All right, but up 500% from what, yeah. though? Well, because normally I guess How many all... people are searching that? Searching what? How many times in your life have you searched naked men in locker rooms? I have never searched All right, for naked, naked women men. in locker rooms. I don't think I've searched that right. either. You know why? Because it's not a normal search. Hmm. So if 30 people had did it, and now that was up to whatever, 500 times 30. Yeah. So 3,000 people are searching naked men in locker rooms? Well, this, this one made sense, uh, Jerry. Also up significantly, people searching for football cheerleaders. That makes sense, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, of course What about does. this one? Also, increase in search. Thick cheerleader. Thicker than a snicker. Thick cheerleader, How the Jerry. hell would you have that ready? Thicker than a snicker? Yeah. He's always got that ready. He never knows. I read the show sheet. Oh, I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't see it. Okay. Oh, yeah. I put you this on the, had that on the show sheet. Yeah. Things are thin, Jerry. <laughs> yeah, I put that on the show sheet today. Yeah, thick cheerleader people okay. are searching for. All right. Well, I did, don't... did you have the increase, though, in California? No. Well, um, no, it, it, I didn't. It, it hmm. wasn't significant. It wasn't a significant number. But I thought that's what usually happens. Yeah, normally what happens is uh, when you are sad about something, people go, go to pornography. Hmm. But this is showing that when you're happy... And people were all wound up from the Chiefs win in Kansas City. Probably couldn't get to sleep. It's 2 a.m. You're all fired up. They're like, what about some pornography? This is fun. What about the significant other? Like, what do Could people be single do? Escape people. to the office? Could be single people. Yeah, that always... Well, I, I always mean, come on. Like, where do, yeah, I guess they escape to the office. Okay. Like, what? Like, if you were on a Friday night... Mm-hmm. And you, es- well, your apartment's small. So let's say you were, there's nowhere to escape it's to. tiny. Let's say you were at your girlfriend's house. Also small. And Yes, but she is an upstairs and a downstairs. She does. Okay. Let's just say, I can't even say your team lost because you don't care. Um, let's, False. All right, let's just say Bruce Springsteen retired and you were sad. <laughs> and at 1 a.m. you had the urge to get that off your mind and escape downstairs. What if she walks in? I, I yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. I don't understand the consumption of pornography when you're sad. That doesn't make sense to me. I guess it gets your does mind for off some, things. I, I would suppose think. briefly, but yeah. then as I always say, having the distraction is wonderful, but you still got to come back and face the reality of the yeah. situation. That's what stinks about life, Jerry. Yeah, it does. no matter what your escape is, drugs, alcohol, you're always video waking games. up to the problem. You always got to face or situation. You always got to face the facts at you some do. point. Yeah, you do. What do you think of this idea, Jerry? You know, we're always looking for ideas for the next Boomer and Geo live show. Okay. Our our sister station in Chicago, The Score. Yeah. They're doing a a, a live event called QB1 Town Hall where they're going to debate whether the the uh, Bears should keep Justin Fields or go for Caleb Williams with the number one pick. Do you want to debate Daniel Jones? <laughs> I was thinking about debating the Giants offensive line. And I that. guess they're inviting listeners and it's a participation event I like in that. person. So forget the idea of debating the quarterback thing. I do like the idea of getting the fans involved, yeah. the listeners involved, the people that go there involved a little bit. So I do I don't know that I would want to do a show about Justin Fields. I guess if I was in Chicago, I would. Yeah. But I do like the idea of the participation. Yeah, I think that's kind of cool. cool. Yes, I, I like think the it's idea. cool. Yep. So is that where we're going to throw that on the uh, idea? Sheet? Well, I'm just going to pretend it was my idea, and I'm going to say, I have an idea. You want to debate Justin Fields? No, no, not Justin <laughs> Fields. But I did, we, I did have that idea for a live show where we take all the WFAN hosts yeah. and have them debate each other. The great debate. Yeah, you could do that. But Absolutely. no one's going to want to lose and look like a fool. You know what I mean? Well, it does, but you don't have to lose. Sometimes there's no ending to an argument. I mean, there's just not. Mike and Chris made a living off that, where they both made great points. There was no right or wrong, and they just yelled at each other for five hours sometimes and then would walk separately to their cars because they couldn't yeah. stand each other. But, like, like debate guys you don't normally, like, Boomer debates Tiki. Yeah, sure. Geo debates Evan. Yeah. But, again, it doesn't mean you're going to have a winner. Like, you, you can make a point that's a solid point, and then... You know, the the counter could be just as good. 
I mean, I yes, you can have a winner, sure, but it doesn't mean anybody's going to look silly. As long I as see. you stick to your opinion, it is what it is. Keith versus Sal. Sal, right, exactly. And what we do is we put all the host names in a hat. But that's WFAN Live. That's not Boomer and Geo Live. Yeah, that's WFAN Live. Right. We put all the names in a hat, all the topics in a hat. Okay. And then we pick out, I've got Keith so, McPherson and BT to debate women's field you hockey. Have, you want to have a time or two? Yeah. Okay, and then at the end, you want to go over the errors? <laughs> Just go. Yeah, I'll be sport boy or so stat really, boy. we're just doing PTI. <laughs> live, though, Jerry. <laughs> you're looking live. As, the more you're talking about it, I'm like, okay, so let's see. The topics we're going to draw and put them on the side. We'll have a timer, and then we'll check the Yeah, it's PTI, basically. Yeah. That's funny. And so, then we inv- invite uh, any presidential candidate that's not going to get on the real debates. They could also come and debate. Excuse me? Trump will debate also. With Trump, we pulled Trump's name. Trump versus... BT. <laughs> You're such an idiot. On the merits of. You know, the the crazy part is I wouldn't put it past him showing up. <laughs> and I don't mean BT. <laughs> Trump just trashing everybody here. Who the hell knows? You're ugly. <laughs> you do that well. All right, quick break. When we come back, we'll wrap it up. We'll get you to uh, not BT and Sal, but uh, Boomer and Geo, who will take you to BT and Sal. Right now, I will take you to Amy Lawrence. So I like I like this topic because this is very anti-Al. What we love about sports, Al would say nothing. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. Right, we've got about a minute, minute and a half left. we got the guys standing by. What else you got there, Al's? I see, Jerry. This is Pat McAfee still trying to recruit Bill Belichick. For what? To be on his show. How do, many guys does he need yeah, on that show? Do your own show. Oh, my God. Because he's amazing. He, right. He's got so many dudes on that show. Just yeah. do your show. He's got the old uh, Colts head coach. He's got another guy that sits there. He's got 17 people in the control room. He's got A.J. Hawk. I mean, my God. Right. He's doing Aaron Rodgers every week. Come on. Yeah. I mean, come on, Jay. And then you've got, like, Shannon Sharp and Chad Ochocinco doing three hours, and it's just them. It's just them. That's just us four hours a day. Yes. Just do you. Man. That's you, a lot of people. The thing I never liked about relying on guests is, you have no control over them. If you're doing well because you have a guest on, that means you're not doing well when you don't have a guest on, which is a bad sign. You just can't you can't keep up. No, you need a good I think you need a good mix. Yeah, I suppose. That's what I think. Yeah. Well, I mean you you listen to nothing but podcasts with guests. Which is really weird. Yes. I, to me there's a lot of value in guests. Very strange. Not no, bad ones. No, not here's what I ones. like about guests. And the difference in, like, a podcast type of situation, you have the person there for an hour, two hours, sure. you can delve in. When you do one in these short spurts, you only get TV 20 minutes, radio, not you enough. You get five, ten minutes here and there, and they're always plugging something. Unless you're doing that podcast. Yeah, if you want to give up a segment of ratings, sure. WFAN. WFAN-FM. WFAN-FM HD1, New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.